You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Trick or treat, Lone Star Radio listeners. This is Dick, the general manager, taking this quick moment to remind you that Lone Star Community Radio is looking to fill some of our talk show slots along with some of our DJ slots. We have a new show airing on the 10th, Making Connections with Stacey Harris, which will air every second Tuesday of the month at 1 p.m. Make sure to check it out along with our other programs on Lone Star Community Radio. More information on Lone Star Community Radio, visit us online at IRLoneStar.com. And again, if you're interested in doing something with us, Call the station, 936-647-3776. Thanks for checking out this recording, and I hope you guys enjoy. Echoed voices in the night. She's a restless spirit on an endless flight. It's Mornings with Lone Star with Dick oh, and Skippy. Sing it, Jake. It's a good one. I like this. Yeah, we got some uh, good music playing. Welcome to Mornings of Lone Star with Dick and Skippy, version 2.0, or it's two-ish hours of talk. Two-ish. Two-ish hours of talk. Everything we do here Mixed in Mornings of Lone Star is ish. <laughs> Mixed in with some expanded music library soundage. And of course, it's Halloween today, October 31st, All Hallows' Eve. We're all dressed in our costumes. Dick is wearing the ugliest scariest mask i've ever seen in my entire existence it's a good interpretation of dick it's like dick but not it's i call it the idgf <laughs> look <laughs> idgf look can we say this on the radio no, what that means okay no. <laughs> off the air i'll be finding out what that means i'm a pumpkin <laughs> and uh the, and i see you've got your turd on that's it. Actually, if you uh, check out my Facebook page, you have the full backstory on my costume. I'll go into that later. <laughs> but uh, happy Halloween. Happy all. Halloween to everybody. Yeah, all right. Yeah, it's going to be a busy night with all those kids. If you're driving around, drive safe. Yeah, I'll be. Go through the neighborhood slowly. I'll be trick-or-tricking tonight. Trick-or-tricking? Mm-hmm. When was the last time you, you did a trick on Halloween, an actual Halloween? Oh, not before, like, my kids were born. Yeah, it's been a while. You know, <clears throat> that point. A couple hundred years. Yeah, thereabouts yeah. back when we, you know, actually celebrated the original <laughs> the Halloween. Actual coven of witches. Yeah, when it was Sam Hain and we uh <laughs> we we worshiped. No, um, yeah, because once you become a parent, you have to Oh, my dad still played tricks on me and us and his kids. I tried to be good. I remember my daughter's first Halloween. Uh she was just a few months old. So I dressed her up as an angel you know, with a, a halo and wings and everything. And then I wore like a, a green shirt and brown pants and, and just hung tinsel and ornaments all over yeah. me and put her on my shoulders. And she was the angel on the Christmas tree. I, I was, uh, I had to be like probably six or seven, somewhere right around that age. And we, you know, my parents took me out trick-or-treating and we got all hopped up on sugar and we came home and uh, my dad had spread out a bunch of fake spiders in my bed. Oh, Lord. I didn't realize that, you know, got in bed. I was starting to scream and go run downstairs. Mom, mom. <laughs> she was so mad at him. <laughs> but, yeah, he, he's a big kid. He never grew up. <laughs> like the best of us. Right. Dick, any particular Halloween memories for you there? Uh, I mean, I remember just going with all my friends in the neighborhood. The neighborhood was a big deal. We had a party, a block party, and everyone came, and there's probably like 40-something people Everyone contributed, brought something, and then we all went together. 
So that's one thing I remember is the the look of the people's faces when we show up to the house because there's probably about 15 to 18 <laughs> kids, all ranges of ages. And they're like, oh, man. And then basically we clean them out. <laughs> so An army of, of little dicks. Yeah. Little, yeah, little dicks. Little thanks, dicks. thanks, Jake. Uh, are we young? Weird little dicks uh, banging on the door. There. But no, it was uh, outside that. It, Halloween was that was the f- most fun one. I guess when I hit thirteen, I stopped. Twelve, there was no more Halloween. Yeah, well, what what age is the is the appropriate age to stop? Like when when can you no longer trick or treat? Well, I don't think I don't think it's really there's an age. It's more of what is your attitude to do it. So, like, if it was just me and I, I wear my costume and I'm going out trick-or-treating, I feel like that's a little odd. Now, if I brought, like, a, my nephew and had a, like, I was bringing up a group of kids, like, I'm a Cub Scout leader or something, and I could still get candy, I'll be all, I'll be all for that. Yeah, but, I mean, if I had a 16-year-old coming up to my house, even though— That's what I'm saying. If I'm by myself, it's a little weird. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would have some judgment on that person if they're 16 or older showing up the house by themselves so it's 16 the cutoff though that's what i'm asking at what point is it weird to see a young adult or a you know a teen i don't know with all the hormones are putting in mcdonald's food it's really hard to see (laughs) how old they are right if they can shave and opted not to then maybe they're a little even even halloween itself is evolving i mean i think majority now and especially here in texas they do more trunk or treats. Like if you're if you're yeah. with a religious family, that's the big thing now. Is you know I remember like growing up, the religion thing was not liking Halloween. Like that was a, a statement made, protect your kids from Halloween kind of thing. <clears throat> right. And now they've kind of gone hand in hand with it, saying, hey, instead of going out to the the unknown streets, come to the church parking lot and have a trunk or treat. I remember that. I was like, that's so lame. And. Uh, because when I was trick or treating, and I remember that my mom brought that. I was like, no, I'd rather just go to the houses and see the haunted houses. Like some some neighbors in our neighborhood would like do a house, a haunted house, and that was always fun because we get to stay out a little bit later because we didn't get as much candy. We had like a candy fill limit mm-hmm. when we had to go. What and was then, your fill limit? Like a, a pillowcase? Like that's what I used. We used yeah, we use a pillowcase. It's yeah. basically whatever's it, at hand. It's when I got tired of holding it. <laughs> so because either my dad or when, whoever when mom and, refused when mom and dad to carry had, it. Yeah. So, and then my brothers took me out. So I had five older brothers and sisters. So my parents really didn't have Halloween duty no. at all, really. No. So, uh, but that's when uh, my brother or sister were like, no, we're going. You're complaining about carrying your, your candy <laughs> case. But yeah, so like my, that neighborhood we grew up, it was, it was real special because you find out a lot of neighbors don't do that. No, yeah, yeah. And we, so, the neighborhood I grew up in, we had, it was filled with kids. And so everybody went all out for Halloween because they knew you know, it, it was just, I would say 90% of the people in that neighborhood had kids 15 or younger. And so they just went, I mean, we, yeah, we had two houses that did a haunted house and it was awesome. Uh, and I think that's kind of coming back. I know you got the trunk or treat thing, but uh, around the like 80s and 90s, it got really, uh, in the 60s and 70s, it was all, you know, dress up as a devil, you know, the whole thing. Then it got kind of PC with, oh, there's a religious aspect to it. We're going to call it a fall festival or a storybook character parade in school instead of a Halloween costume parade, you know, that kind of stuff. But I think what's happening is, you know, Halloween is obviously based off a Christian holiday, All Hallows' Eve, much like Christmas was off of, uh, you know, it's Christian holiday, Easter. And these are, over time, they morph into less religious holidays and more kind of celebration holidays. Uh, Everyone can pretty much celebrate Christmas. 
Yeah. It's it's not necessarily a religious factor to it. Right. So you remember the season, you know, the the reason for the season and all that. But I mean, it's it's less so for a while it was offensive. Oh, I am not Christian. So you don't force your Merry Christmas on me. Is that that not a thing anymore? Because I remember going through elementary school. We weren't allowed to have um, red or green napkins. They had to be white or black. And I think. And you couldn't do blue either. You couldn't do because. Um, I, it was, I don't I want to just explain the, the Jewish faith, but I, I want to say there was other religious faiths in there as well mm-hmm. that had a problem with the red or, or green because those symbolized Christmas and the Christian parents came back and said, well, no blue napkins either. Cause that rebel, that represents Hanukkah. Well, that's the thing. And then it finally gets crazy. And then it's like no white napkins. Cause that represents Islam. And you know, and then it just starts falling apart. And I think people say enough, you know, it's Christmas deal with it. Well, and if you want to sell it, I mean, we had, um, uh, in elementary school, we had a sing-along every Christmas, and we sung uh, Jewish Hanukkah songs, mm-hmm. traditional Hanukkah songs, as well as traditional Christian uh, Christmas songs, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I think there's room for both. I, I don't see why we can't enjoy it. I mean, as growing up, I, I wanted to celebrate both because I wanted the eight days of Christmas, or the eight days of, of Hanukkah, but I also wanted to have Christmas morning. <laughs> right? I don't know. I'm just- God, I'm so jealous you're Jewish and you got well, a lot of things. That's what's great about today's Halloween is you can go to all the trunk or treats. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. 30 of them and you can do them all. So. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's less a religious, like all Hallows Eve and stuff, because as it kind of morphs and, and evolves, uh, the original reasoning kind of gets less and less behind. You know, Easter is about candy and egg hunts, you know, less about celebration of, of that. So things changing. Do people, do parents, and I don't have kids. I've got nieces and nephews, and but usually when I do the trip. You want one of mine? No. Okay. No. When I, I no. <laughs> I had to babysit three of them last night. It was a nightmare and a half. But um, when uh, when I when we do the trick-or-treating thing with them, I'm, I'm always the one who stays back and passes out the candy while they go and the parents take them and whatnot. Do they still check the candies? Do parents still check candies now? That. I, I, I think it depends on the, the family. It depends on the family. Uh, I check the candy because I want to get the good stuff. <laughs> so I, I couch it under the, the the lie of, honey, I'm protecting you. Daddy's protecting your health and your safety by checking, by pulling out all the Reese's. Um, all the Reese's. But here's the thing. In the 70s, that's when the, the, the poison pixie sticks thing happened, and that's what started the whole Halloween candy dangerous thing mm-hmm. and apple, uh, razor blades in the apples. There was only one death that happened. Because of that, and it was a father killing his own kid. Did it on purpose and tried to. It was like the the, the Tylenol scare of the eighty. And blame it on somebody else's yeah, parent. Yeah, or somebody else's. Uh, he wanted the insurance money, and the same thing with the Tylenol scare in the eighties. A woman poisoned her husband, but she had to put another bottle so it wouldn't come back on her. So that was it. So it was one person. So in the history of Halloween, now um, I, I'll need to double check this, but well, seventy eight point four percent of all statistics are made up, right? <laughs> right. You got it. Uh, but no, Halloween, people don't poison Halloween candy. They're, I heard today on the radio that some senator or congressman in New Jersey is pointing out, watch out for marijuana candy. The latest thing is to put TCP in the mar- or TCH in the T- yeah, THC. THC. I know. See, that's how, that's how just drug savvy I am. We were getting you there. Yeah. <laughs> um, that he actually felt it necessary to warn parents, watch out. There might be pot in your kids' gummy bears. Which is the last thing that's going to... No one's going to waste well, no, pot. Yeah, no one's going to waste that stuff. No one's going to do it, okay? So... Well, you don't want to say no one, but the, the likelihood that... I, I'm not issuing a challenge, but what I'm saying, the likelihood is infinitesimal. Ooh. Ooh. Big, big word. Yeah. Scary on Halloween. I, w- I wouldn't even say I ate all my candy. 
Never. I, I think I probably ate a you fourth can, of it. You eat it throughout the year. That's that's it's, it's like so packed with preservatives. No, I'm so, not really a sweet guy. So no, like, me neither. I, I kind of use it for bartering. So my my, my <laughs> of course you. I'll give you this. You of all people Snickers. would definitely do that. I mean, you, you want to do homework for me? Here's a Snickers. I'll trade you. Now Snickers was like you needed like 25 pieces of candy to do someone to do homework for you. That's, that's why I love the bites. The fact pieces. that he knows the market price for the market price for. <laughs> Well, well, no, well, well, it also depends what kind of grade you want. Oh, that's true. You want to so, see? There's a lot of factors. I, you're getting I know your price now. You. <laughs> your price is three Snickers, two Reese's Pieces, and a Mars bar. So my brother has a, his oldest daughter. Uh, her birthday is November 1st. Mm-hmm. And so it's obviously the day after Halloween every year. And what they do is they, you know, the kids go get the candy and they, you know, they let them eat some of it that night. And then they save a little bit off, you know, for the next couple of weeks, whatever. But then they take the rest of it and they put it in her pinata. And so they just repurpose the candy, and they still get the candy, but they get to get it twice, essentially. Right, and then you can, you know, so come, that's the way to do come it. April when Easter rolls around, grab that extra, throw it in the little plastic eggs. It, it'll it's, last it's it. all year round. But, uh, Jake, even when you do have kids, enjoy the heck out of taking them out trick-or-treating. I already because, had a vasectomy. I'm not having kids. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I was going to say, that's a lot of information for mornings with Lone Star. <laughs> but uh, seriously, because it goes so quick. You know, this year, it was two years ago, his last one with my daughter. Now, I've got 15 years between my two kids. So as my son got too old, I had my daughter, you know, so I was able to trick-or-treat my entire adult life, you know, doing, yeah. doing the kids. But now um, my daughter, she's 15. She's going out trick-or-treating with her boyfriend. Oh. So dad have you, is have you not met him? welcome. Um this is a new one. Ooh, yeah. So this the, is number two. The, the old one kind of messed up over homecoming, apparently, and and some Loser. other guy was was waiting for his was turned to sneak in, and uh, I know that my obviously my daughter's not listening, no, right? So I can <laughs> I can tell these things over the air, but yeah. So her and William is his name. Well, that works with you. You are Shakespeare buff. That's so, right. So William that, that's one point in his favor, but he's wooing my daughters to take out 3,000 points on that one. But <laughs> so they're going out trick-or-treating and, and dad is not welcome this year. They've, they've got it. They've so got I it. Will be, so I this will is be, the first year that you haven't trick-or-treated with her? Last year was kind of iffy. You know, I was like there with uh, uh, with uh, my daughter's mother, you know, my, my ex, and we were kind of talking and letting her do her thing. But we knew that that was like the last year. Mm-hmm. Of so enjoy but, it. Well, when you get kids, take them trick-or-treating and hold on to those memories. I don't know, man. I've got I've got four nieces and nephews and I'm just they're wearing me out. They're wearing me out. All right. Close this out, Dick. Take us home. I right, see this is when I asked Holly, I go, is there a place where you can just send kids so they're sixteen? <laughs> and then you can figure it out. Grandma's house. You're you right. Figure out from there. <laughs> Wasn't that like a live uh, a scary tale gingerbread house? What was it called? Hansel and Gretel. Hansel and Gretel. She ate them though, right? Yeah, well she, she tried to she, she ate the kids. She, she tried ate to eat the kids. She tried to okay. eat the kids. <laughs> No, but she's eaten kids before. Well, yeah, but not Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. Well, no, 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 but yeah. I mean, you seen the you seen the remake? Of course, they they tried, and they failed. We'll be back. Morning's and Lone Star. <laughs> Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper local audience in Montgomery County. Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out ourlonestar.com slash sponsor for more information or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your questions. 
Get seen on TV, YouTube, and heard on our podcast, FM, and Internet Radio. Support your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Witchy woman. We got some tunes we're going to be playing like the top of the hour and the bottom of the hour. It's going to be really cool, man. We've been talking about Halloween, but you know, there's some other news going on. What's going on? Well, in the news, did you hear the story about the... The two women who said that they were lost at sea for five months. I, I briefly heard about this. Yeah, we, we, there were we, they were in a boat, but they had no way of getting off the boat. That's their claim. But now the boat has sprung leaks because it oh. has a lot of holes. Uh, the boat of their story. Their boats of their story is, is sinking. filled with holes. It's going it down like the Titanic. Leak. It's going down like the Titanic. Too soon. Uh, too soon. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, 1912 to today, 100, 105 years. Yeah, still too soon for the Titanic. But apparently, the more they talk, the less it's making sense. Because uh, when they got rescued, they're like, oh, thank God, just in time. In another 24 hours, we would have been dead you know, after five mm-hmm. months. That, And then they realized that there's the boats are equipped with this electronic automatic thing that if it gets wet, if it gets submerged, it like automatically goes off or you can just hit a button and it sends out this uber message to the world that you can be picked up almost immediately and they had it they never turned it on and their answer was well that's only supposed to be used if you're in imminent danger of dying like in a day or less and so we just never we had food and we had water and so we never pushed the button so tell me the big deal about this do they get rescued and they claim they claim they're trying to sue somebody or not sue somebody i think they're just having their their uh 15 minutes 15 minutes the it could be, you know, tax evasion. They could have just started a relationship. Apparently, they'd met not too long before, and one of them had a boat, said, hey, let's go so on. So do you a- think there's an end game here that we don't understand? Like, they were trying to escape something, and then they got caught? Movie rights. Yeah, basically, it was the, the, the story. It was trying to get the Hallmark Channel So they wasted five back. months of their lives just so they could have a story? Well, I wouldn't say wasted, being on a boat and well, that's what I'm saying, like, like, hey, I got an idea. Let's pretend we're lost at sea for five months. Who knows? That's what it's looking like. So yeah, I wouldn't put it past people in today's because it wouldn't put it past me if she goes, "Oh, we didn't know what that button did." 
Well, she did. That's what I'm saying. She did. And then, like, why didn't she push the button? Apparently, like, the first storm, she dropped her cell phone overboard, but they had other cell phones. Um, that they actually had a radio where they actually contacted someone and then said, well, I think we're, we're going to be okay. They're talking about, well, the storm hit us and knocked us off course. Where were they going? I'll, I'll check on their actual route, but apparently... Uh, uh, when were they actually going they on left a trip? Hawaii. Were they going on a trip? Like, hey, we're going to get in the boat and we're going to sail around for five months? Oh, no. They were going to go on a boat for a little while, but they packed enough food for, for a, a year. Why is this, even, they had water why is this even in the news? Because it's because Just Trump hasn't said because, anything. Yeah, because, yeah, because Trump hasn't said anything. We have no new information on the Vegas shooter. Uh, Nobody's taking a knee that's controversial. Well, I know in the news they've done a thing that I thought was pretty interesting in Japan. Uh, Japanese uh, Japanese business gives non-smokers an extra six days of holidays because of the smoke breaks. Wow, that's awesome. Well, it's also an incentive to be a healthier society too. Well, I mean, I've always complained about that. Whenever I had a job and someone could take a 15-minute smoke break, I'm like, so I'm not allowed to take a smoke break and not smoke? Like, because that's what they said. Well, like, was that come out and head it out with the cool kids. Wasn't that Seinfeld that did that? Like, did a pun on that where it was, you know. Probably. I wasn't oh, a Seinfeld fan, but I, I oh, wouldn't Oh, well, if they get a 15-minute smoke break, I'm going to start smoking now <laughs> just so I get that 15-minute Well, even break. when I quit smoking, uh, I had friends at my office who still did, so I'd go out with them, A, for the, the break, the social aspect, but also so I could get, you know, secondhand content yeah right uh, addiction addiction <laughs> right so well, well i just thought that was pretty interesting that six, six days six i mean days. that's pretty killer well no but you you add it up right eight hours in a, in a work day you get 15 minutes every hour right so well, this no, is, not this, every hour this is every japan day. though so no telling what they do to their their that's folks true. over there 30 hour work i'm well, trying to yeah i can't remember well no 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 no. but the the japanese actually have a pretty fair work work life don't they it's pretty normal well standard it's work, work it's workaholic is what it is you have to work like but they choose to, i feel like that's that's like that's their, their culture their culture that's and that's how they the are. thing they're not america they shouldn't be you know so when you say well norway has free health care for you know something like that you cannot just pick and choose something that works in another country and try and put it to america in japan their whole culture is work-based you know, you actually rent little, like, science fiction cubicles where you can lay in just big enough for a bed and a, and a miniature TV screen on the on your office property. That way mm -hmm. you can, you know, they have showers at the office so you can work 20 hours a day. Mm -hmm. That's how it is there. You can take a little naps. I wouldn't take, mind that. Working 20 hours a day, just, you know, napping you know, throughout the day. That's what we're doing. Yeah. I mean, if I'm, if I'm making... Welcome to radio. If I'm like putting together clothes or something, I don't know if I'd like that. But no, that's true. But I mean, I guess in the radio industry, it's it, I mean, it's pretty laid back. It's pretty pretty simple. We nap on the show as it is. <laughs> so, so I, know, I nap before the show, and that's why I'm constantly late. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to like start picking the lock or so something. So is it is it napping or is it just sleeping? Like you, you're sleeping. Oh no, no this no, morning was nap. different. This morning, I know it's. Yeah, I told I was trying to tell Sean. I was like, every time I try to come in, something happens. Like. This morning, got to go take someone to the airport. And I'm like, we couldn't have figured this out, you know, beforehand. <laughs> but uh, no. Uh, Professional yeah. nature of the show. All right. Uh, it's all good. Well, it leaves the audience wanting, you know, anticipation. I, I, I started getting texts. Aren't you on the air this morning? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're working on it. Where are you? Yeah. We're getting there. Well, you know, we got to take a break. Okay. Uh, is, this, is this our top of the hour? It's our top of the hour break. All right. So, some uh, good music. We'll be right back with Lone Star Community Radio on Mornings with Lone Star, sponsored by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Stick around. Yeah.
Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936 936- 266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Just contact the station on irlonestar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. It is Sam Hain, All Hallows Eve, other holidays. Where... That was our little music break. Welcome back, Morning's Lone Star. Hanging out in the studio, 1012. We're out here till 11 o'clock, folks. Having some fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jake doing uh, yellow. So we, do, we do have to do a little bit of sports recap. Okay. Oh, do we uh, have so, to? Well, I, I, think it's, I think it's relevant just because the Astros are playing tonight, right? Well, yeah, of course. They're, so they're playing game. tonight. They're going to lose. And then tomorrow, they're yeah. going to win, right? Is that how it's going to go? It's going to be one of those. Bottom things. of the ninth and the seventh in, in the seventh game. No, they're I'm just going to keep hitting home runs until somebody dies. And then they're <laughs> like, all right, by default, the last person at bat was the Astro. He hit a home run. He went. Okay, so my solution <laughs> that I said at the beginning of, of, of my show starting, my sports talk show, Jake, Sports Talk every one to two Good uh, plug. on Wednesdays. Uh, when I first started the show, I, I went through a series and I said, you you know, what do we need to do to fix baseball? One of the things we can do is instead of creating this, you know, 19 innings of, you know, extra innings purposes, why not play one or two and then go just straight into a home run derby? Look how much, look at the ratings from this series and how much people are enjoying watching this home run derby that's going on. And it would help the ratings for baseball during the regular season if you made it to where if you went into extra innings, it just ends in a home run derby. Two best guys, five minutes, hit as many balls as far as you can. People would That'd love be awful. it. They would eat it up. <laughs> they wouldn't would... be able to play the next day. No, it's not that bad. Yeah, come on. Yeah, we can do it. I'm a fan. Let's give it a try. I'd say so. But no, yeah, I I um Astro's gonna win this series. They gotta win it tonight. You think so? I think if it goes oh, seven. Oh, Verlander's pitching tonight. Verlander's pitching oh, tonight. Yeah. I think if it goes seven, it's going to be a hard one to win. Because uh, uh, the pitching is tired on both sides. The pitching is. is well, yeah, the is, sheer number of pitches they threw. Didn't it break records or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. Just not 
not just individual players, but as a team, how many pitches have been thrown, how many at bats have been? It's it's a World Series. Now, record. why is that? Is that just because both teams are so good, or they both play defensively? Offense, offense offensively, they're just very evenly tough. Matched, yeah, they're they? very tough offenses to face, and you've got you know between uh, Turner and and Justin and and everybody on and um, oh man Puig for the Dodgers, and then you got you know Gonzalez, Guriel, uh, Correa. Altuve, all this power, all this offensive power for both of these teams. All this power is <laughs> with great power comes great offense. It's awesome, and it's so much fun to watch, in my opinion. I, I'm I am very much a defensive guy mm-hmm. unless it comes to baseball. Then I want all the offense I can get. I want to consume it at a higher rate with little concern about what's going to happen to my eyeballs. Jake is fired up. He's little concern. Little concern. So you think Astros tonight, huh? If if they're gonna win the series, I think they have to win it tonight. I okay. think if it goes to Game Seven, I think LA wins. Okay. So, and my original pick was LA in seven. So, you hey, know. It, it's it's a it's a movable feast, and I'm, I'm but I am maintaining my end of the my, game. I got game my seven. Astros orange and blue on today. That's oh, why I, that's, that's why I'm a pumpkin. That's right. I, I thought you were a pumpkin. Okay, that makes <laughs> sense. And Dynamo played last night, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They did the first round. Here. First leg. First, uh, yeah, well, whatever. Uh, against the Portland Timbers. Because they're in the second and, round of the playoffs. Yes. And then uh, basically in soccer, what they do at this point is they play a home game and an away game. And then the best aggregate score of the of the two go go to the next round. And good news for us, we injured two of their players yesterday. Yay! Yes. Yay us! So uh, I, I say a special thanks to Texas football because TSU played there, I think, on Saturday, screwed up the field. <laughs> so the field was really choppy and <laughs> caused some problems for our team. <laughs> Our other team, <laughs> so that was kind of nice. I think a guy tore his ACL last night. <laughs> so, uh, can he you was... imagine playing soccer on AstroTurf? Well, no, that's even. Burns? Uh, well, they they do that in certain places. I think they do really? that for Seattle's stadium because they don't want to mess up the. I guess do they play AstroTurf with the Seahawks? Uh yes, yes they do. Yeah, so they have that. That yeah, it's like certain. T- there's a huge issue on soccer. Yeah, because you you slide on that. You're no, you tear stuff. Yeah, and uh, I mean they're always constantly improving the technology, but still. Uh, but yeah, it was pretty funny last night. The, pit, the the field looked pretty bad, and I can't believe they allowed to allow people to play on that. That's what's crazy to me. You got these professional athletes who are being paid, and it's like, oh yeah, we're gonna risk your career. Go wrong, like especially like when the United States played in Trinidad. Oh man, that was like that, that was field. even yeah, like you that could was, you could see the potholes I, on I television, and one. we were watching it on BN, so it wasn't the greatest of coverage. Yeah, the quality of television was not that good. Yeah, it's it crazy. wasn't even high depth. But speaking of like, and real quick, I just I gotta say a quick shout out, and I'm gonna talk about that tomorrow too. But Zach Miller, uh, tight end for the Bears, uh, I hope and wish him the best of his recovery. What happened? He though? dislocated his knee. Ooh. And uh, there was an artery damage. Oh and, wow! Uh, the that night they they you know immediately took him in an ambulance to a hospital. They had to do emergency surgery surgery to save his leg. Um, the surgery was a success, but there's still a chance that he could lose his leg. So just shout out to Mr. Miller and and Zach Miller, Zach Miller, okay. and wish the best to him and his family. And what I, a freak I, accident! Yeah, and it's it's not something that you can't come back from if you don't lose. I mean, obviously, if Wait, you were lose they his, playing the Saints? Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's probably the coach doing one of those bounty things. No, it was it was just a, it, he was going to catch right. a ball and his leg just happened to his cleat caught in the dirt or in the ground and and oh, let's not talk about it. It was that's a gru- it was a gruesome gruesome thing Rouge. to watch. So best of luck to him. But yeah, and then also in football news, Ezekiel Elliott gets shut down 
his six game uh, suspension is in place now officially. All of his, you know, delays and everything has finally been shut down by the court. And they said, yeah, you gotta, you gotta serve your six game suspension. And that's bye. Yeah, bye bye. So he's out for the next six weeks. That's um, that's gonna be interesting to see how the Cowboys try to manage that. Uh, at this point, they're playing for a wild card spot, not gonna win the division right now. The way it's looking, I think the Eagles got that division wrapped up, which is a shocker coming into the season. And the Eagles just made a huge acquisition this morning. Today is the NFL trade deadline. So lots, oh, wow. of, lots of uh, big action going on I'm there. I'm waiting by the phone for my call. <laughs> Skippy, water time, boy, time to go to the big boy. game. <laughs> time to go to the big game. Hey, I will you, gladly you, be a water Are boy. you going to be the team tickler? <laughs> Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, that's pretty much it. They uh, call him Featherhand Skippy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's well earned. But yeah, Jay Ajay, uh, the running back for the Dolphins, basically coaching staff was not happy with him. So they tried to teach the team a lesson by sending him to the best record team in all the NFL, the Eagles. So the Eagles got a lot stronger today. And then Jimmy Garoppolo, Patriots buying into the health plan, this TB12 that uh, Tom Brady has sworn by. It's all basically going with limber ligaments and muscles and uh, not necessarily focusing on the, you know, bulky aspect. It's, oh, I'm going to pump iron all day long. It's more of a hot yoga, hot Pilates. You mean Tom Brady isn't a Greek god? Underneath well, all those pads? He is a Greek guy, but he's he's doing this TB12 program to ultimately become a Greek guy. His god. secret identity is football player. It's like <laughs> Hancock, you know. Interesting. Yeah. So they traded him to the 49ers. They traded Garoppolo to the 49ers and basically saying, we believe that Tom Brady, even though at the age of 40, he is going to be our quarterback for at least the next two to three years. Yay. There's and I wouldn't be surprised people. if they win. No, I would not I be surprised. Not be surprised. Right? Well, see, the only like sports stuff I know about today is that the guy that threw the home ball, home run ball back, it was he grabbed it out of his sister in law's hand. That was the greatest thing I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. I loved it. Uh, that's superstition. That's finest right there. Well, yeah, it's the it's the protocol. The 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 bad is guys. Is it a superstition or is it just like a hey, you know, it, it's screw a protocol, you. screw you sort of situation? Yeah. Well, I think it's a little bit of both because it's supposed to be like, you know, we 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 do we do not like you, so we have to do something to show you that we don't Your like you that we can't get arrested us. for. It's better than making, you know, and offensive I did, eyes. I did like he had no hesitation. Oh, and he ripped it out like, of his hand. He was like, no. no. And just immediately threw it back. That like, is not saying People here. are trying to revile this guy. Oh, this poor woman. And I saw stories going around about she was, you know, torn apart. No, the, the no, worst story. The worst story that I read is apparently this person and his wife bought tickets for $700 each. And where they were seating, there was two people and they were fat. And so they were so fat, they took up both seats. So they couldn't sit down, like physically couldn't sit in their seats. Uh-huh. And so they uh, they were trying to talk to Minute Maid, like, hey, can we figure something out? Like, I literally can't sit down. And one of the sad part was the husband had some type of surgery, so he needed to sit. Uh-huh. And it was like it became this kind of thing where they weren't trying to make a big deal about the guy being really fat. It was just more of like, can we go sit? Can you put us somewhere else? And this is during the World Series, so of course the Minute Maid was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, you can walk around." That's what they told him. You I can- hope they reimburse them some money though, because that's you, you paying for the seat, and if you can't sit in that seat, well, yeah, no, actually, it uh, it brought up a bunch of conversations about air airlines mm-hmm. where they used to have that in the you had to buy two tickets, you had, you had to, to buy, buy two, two tickets, tickets yeah. depending on how what your waistline was or mm-hmm. whatever, and they had like if your arms went so many inches over the railing, and uh, now they don't. 
So, but so it's, it'd be interesting to see what comes from that because they weren't trying to make a big deal about it, but uh, someone picked it up because someone, it was on uh, Snapchat slash Instagram where some fan saw it happening, the commotion happening. So he started taking pictures of it and start, took a picture of the big guy. And he was a big guy. He's and, a big guy. And uh, yeah, I mean, I've never, like, I never really imagined that. And then someone I was reading, just to let you know, audience members, if you want, I think it's American Airlines is if you do happen to sit in the middle seat and a big person that sits next to you, you can actually take a picture of the situation and go after the flight, go to them and get reimbursed. Okay, so how do we do this? How do we... We we, we, we gotta, will game this system we, to the max. I will put on like a... Um, I mean, I'm a big guy to start, but I'll put on like a sumo wrestling outfit. <laughs> but only, only the person who gets inconvenienced is the Well, that's fine, yeah. but we can get two flights for the price of one. Yeah, I'll be the plants. Yeah. You know, I'll be the guy going, oh, no, actually, you're 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 like all skinny and stuff, Dick, so put you in the middle seat. We'll, we'll both... Jake and I will, you know, sumo wrestler up here. And we'll get on on the right and left of you. Yeah, but no, that, you did not hear about that story about the. Astros? No, I did. Yeah. I, I didn't know yeah. about the the big guy during uh, the break. I'll show you. I mean, it, it was pretty. It's pretty interesting because it it's one of those topics that needs to be discussed. Well, yeah, it's, but it's, it's also like how do we do it without discussing the individual? And you don't so. want you don't want to criticize the guy for being overweight or anything like that. You know. Well, you don't not. It's not a crit, uh, uh, criticism. Well, I lost the word for a second there, but it's the fact grammar nerd. Yeah, slacking. I know, right? Need more uh, Conroe coffee mm. to uh, to get the synapses firing. But it's not making fun of the fat person or or even commenting on this. The fact is that that person's weight is of an extent, and it could be weight, could be body odor, it could be mm. you know anything that infringes on the equal right. You know, you know, your rights end when my rights begin, kind mm -hmm. of thing. And so I would like to delve into this more. Why did not the Astros management tell the large individual, hey, start walking? Because that would be insensitive and rude. There you go. See, oh, I can because my knees hurt. I need and, extra and, and, and medical that's, care. And that's fine. It, it, I don't think that they should have anything to do with the uh, over overweight people. I think it should be to those who are inconvenienced by it. I think they should be reimbursed by the stadium and saying, hey, you're not providing me a seat that I paid for. Because the Astros front office had a golden opportunity to take these two people who were inconvenienced, put them up in a suite. Yeah, but, but how are you going to do it? There's, hey, I guarantee you every suite's taken. There was a streaker? Yeah, you didn't know about that? No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Man, was it on TV? No, it? no, no, no. There's literally, there's a rule in television that you're not allowed to show it anymore. If, even not, not if it, so if, there's if, a if delay? If there's fully clothed, it doesn't matter. If they run on the field, cameras will not show it. Mm -hmm. They showed the guy in L.A. getting taken away, but they didn't show him while he was running into the bullpen. Well, why do you think the rule is that? Well, because then, you, because then it encourages it. You don't want to. You don't want to give them the limelight. So that's like broadcasting 101. You learn that in the first class. But okay, starting and ending of rights, mm -hmm. body odor mm -hmm. on a plane. Mm -hmm. I understand that some people. Just don't shower that often, and that's that's fine. And I'm okay with it, and I'll put up with it for a three-hour flight. But if you come on that plane, you bring an egg sandwich, a tuna salad sandwich, you bring something that stinks, I will get up, I will get in your face, and I will tell you to throw it away. Or that is, eat it quick. That is not okay. That is not okay. All right, we get it, Jake. Jeez. Oh, it is the most frustrating. Hey, Jake, come over here. <laughs> While we're on air? Got a sandwich yeah, for you. Okay, I'm coming. Hold on. So as Jake's moving over, I think just going to show Jake something on the computer as we talk about. Uh, well, what's going to happen tomorrow? We had a streaker, and then we had people can't sit in their seats. It's been two wins or Jake's not. Jake's going on the field. 
<laughs> can you imagine Jake doing that? I can. I can. I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna do the mad pooper. I'm gonna do the mad pooper on the field. Mad pooper. Mad Watch pooper. Out. Jake. Dodgers. There we go. Well, I think they do that in in L.A. anyway. So, <laughs> right. It's an L.A. thing. How long has L.A. been? The Dodgers been there. Long time. They were the Brooklyn Dodgers. Yeah, yeah, that's why I remember that. That was like in the what, the fifties or sixties? I can't remember that far back. But I think so, yeah. Well, when you've lived for three hundred years, you just all kind of blends together, right, Skip? I know. When I said I want to live forever, I should have specified without aging. <laughs> without aging. Yeah. You look great for eight thousand. Thank you. I you know, I moisturize. <laughs> I don't want to know that, Skippy. So <laughs> I don't want to know that. Let's wrap up the sports block by talking. There's a guy named was Dwayne Brown, right? Dwayne Brown, he's yes. He's a Texan, and he, like, played a game and then was told, hey, go well, home and pack. Well, he's not. Well, I don't know if he was even told home to go to go home and pack because they were already in Seattle. So Dwayne Brown is the left tackle or was the left tackle for the Texans at the start of this year. Uh, notably, he held out for more money. He said, I'm, you know, too hot and valuable of a commodity for this team, and you need to pay me his contract was coming up at the end of the year. He didn't want to play this last year until he got his new contract. Players do that in case of injury purposes for their own sake. Um, so the Texans said, no, we're not going to pay you. You're not, we don't think you're worth it. Terrible first game. Offensive line looked miserable. Then they put into Sean Watson and it, it's gotten so much better because they don't have to protect quite as long. And they said, look, we don't need this guy. Dwayne Brown happened to come back and play this last weekend against the Seattle Seahawks. And um, he did a great job. I mean, he's he's a great left tackle. And Seattle basically said, "Yeah, hey, we'll take him off your hands." So he may not have gone. So he, home, <laughs> he may not have gone home and pack. He may you just, just stay here. We're, we'll you haul it up to you. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll pay for the shipping costs. <laughs> so, wow. Uh, but uh, Texans got um, Texans got a what a third rounder for him, right? If I'm, if I'm a, I believe it's second and a fourth. Second and a fourth yeah. is that what it was? So I, I think for for the and they get his salary, his contract off of their hands, off of their books. So mm-hmm. I think that's uh I think that's great. I think taking after the the Patriots mindset, you know, you, you don't overpay players because you see what they I mean you see it consistently where you overpay players and they either get hurt or they underperform and their value is now lost. You you no longer have to sell them while they're hot because the the hotness in the NFL doesn't last. So I think the Texans did it right here. Um and coming off of a week where a lot of people think they did wrong. Mm-hmm. So, you know. I'm yeah. one of them. Well, that's wrapping up the sports block of uh, Mornings with Lone Star. I'll stop boring you people. Oh, no, not at all. It's very fascinating. It's the well, bottom we of the do, hour. We, it is the bottom of the hour, so we do have to start moving on to a couple songs and getting ready for the second half of the show. Hope you guys are enjoying it so far. Mornings with Lone Star, Connor. Is it the FM. second half Quite, or the, the fourth final quarter. quarter? It's the final it's the fourth quarter. quarter. The fourth, okay, I thought we are done with sports talk. Fourth quarter. <laughs> and we're still in there. But uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, Morning's Lone Star is sponsored by Conroe Coffee and, of course, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. So stick around. We got some, um, you know, music, Halloween music coming up, a little rock and roll. So stick around and enjoy that. But we'll be back for the uh, next part of Morning's Lone Star. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theatre and the Owen Theatre, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936 936- 
866-766-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Remember to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on your computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. Lone Star Community Radio broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. It's All Hallows Eve on... It's All Hallows Eve. It is Halloween, man. It's, it's all, it's, that's what Halloween comes from. Halloween. I said Eve. Eve. Yeah. Maybe I need to listen next all time. Halloween. Yeah, I think that's probably... Maybe not move around your mic so much. Uh, I'm trying to get... <laughs> way down. Dick's scrunching way down in his chair. He's trying to see the world through my perspective. He's still recovering Dick's from Saturday night. Right. Dick had a busy Saturday, didn't he? Well, you know, and we didn't talk about this at all. We did not. Yesterday. But we're and gonna. we're going to just quickly, quickly, you know, we, we got to get on to some, uh, some Korea stuff, some North yeah. Korea stuff. But yeah, real quick, congratulations, Dick, on the engagement to who is not... No, who's no longer the girlfriend, Holly? It is now the fiance, Holly. Whoa! Did yeah. you hear that? Hearts breaking all over the Tri County uh, totally. area. Oh no! So, ladies, if uh, you know you're just he's he's contemplating he's, suicide, call the Skippy Jake. We'll gladly take the sloppy seconds of Dick. Let me rephrase that. It sounded better on paper. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that, congratulations, Dick. But don't be too heartbroken. You got what nine months a year? What's the wedding? I don't know. We haven't really talked about that. Oh, yeah. you will. Oh, you so, <laughs> no, I mean the only thing we really we really discussed is I said if you're gonna let me in on it, I'm gonna like let's we got I'm gonna be real logical with this. So you probably don't want me in on it because she was telling me something about tablecloths cost a lot of money. Yeah, your eyes are gonna glaze over really quick. Hey, dude, elope. My fourth wedding, we eloped. Best idea ever. Seriously. Yeah, was, well, 22 I, hours in Vegas. I'd rather spend the money on an awesome anniversary or a awesome honeymoon or a down payment on a first house rather than yeah, one night of a big Logic. party. So, mm-hmm. well, but, yeah, I'm just going to let it go. I need to learn how to do that. And it's going to, I'm just going to have a good time with it. I'm on, I'm on board. Cool. I'm on board. So, there we go. Well, you know, you need any, uh, I've got lots of practice with weddings, obviously. So, Give me, give me a call if you need it. <laughs> He's a, what you would call an expert. <laughs> I am an expert on the marital milieu. Well, you know who does not use a lot of logic? King Jong-un. Our favorite alleged whack job. No, I think we can go beyond a legend to say the dude yeah, is a no, whack job. No, he, he is. He is a whack job. We can legally say dude is a whack job. He's hit the Gary Busey level. 
And, and oh, well, yeah, well, poor Gary Boosie. I mean, that, that was a motorcycle accident. That I was understand. Not I understand. But that man is is fun and entertaining to watch. Not Kim Jong Un. Gary Busey is because he has a whack job. Kim Jong Un is a is a scary person because he, he's a whack he's job. He's a scary whack job because while Gary Busey may affect our ratings or our movie enjoyment, Kim Jong Un has decided to nuke his own country. That's right with his. Nuclear tests, and of course, you know, when you try to become a nuclear power, a lot of it are the tests, and that's why Nevada kind of glows in the dark from space, as we did a lot of those ourselves, but they are highly controlled, you know, just very, very controlled, you know, this is, you just don't bury a bomb under 20 feet of, of you know, dirt and, and hope. Call it a day. Yeah, <laughs> call it a day. You know, <laughs> there are safeguards and protocols in place that apparently Kim Jong-un did not read the instruction manual. Uh, it may have been in South Korea, and I don't know. But, uh, so... Boom. You got that? So I am not laughing at the fact that 200 people have died because that is a tragic waste of life. However, uh, the latest, uh, this is in like October when this went down, October 10th, uh, a nuclear test happened, caving in, tunnels caved in as a result of the shock wave, killed 100 people, and then 100 rescuers went in. And it all stems back and to on um, and the, the, the tunnel collapsing there. The, and this is all being reported by a Japanese television um, mm -hmm. company. I, I don't know what they call them over there. I don't want to say studio and then be wrong. But um, they said it all stems back to a construction project within the tunnel. The tunnel was already constructed, but a, a construction project conducted within the tunnel on September 3rd. It started on September 3rd. Uh, Kim Jong-un disregarded, I guess, what some people were you know, warning him, saying, hey, this is not going to be a good thing. Mm -hmm. This could cause problems. And... With the shockwave of October 10th, you know, shenanigans, shenanigans nuclear shenanigans, um, combining with that poor construction project, that's what uh, ultimately led us to the cave in. Yeah. And the punchline to this is apparently, unless I misread, there is a mountain threatening to collapse an actual, like, you know, mountain, not a hill. Not a bray. This is the first I've heard of that. I haven't I haven't read anything on that. So what 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 did you exactly read about that? Oh, see, I'm gonna have to call it call it back up now because it was like a side story. Because so I, I don't think it's as I, immediate as the cave in. Are we are we talking like um, you know, how, how big of a mountain is this? Like Highway Six Hill, or is this like the implication I got is that it was like a mountain, you know, not like a you know like a the hill country in Austin, but you know an actual, but not an Alp either. Somewhere somewhere in the middle. Hold not on. quite the Appalachians. But a little more than the Texas Wine Hill Country? Yeah, a little more. Somewhere between the uh, Hill Country and... Uh, Skitty's receding hairline and... <laughs> yeah, boy, it's no, it's advancing in another direction is what it's doing. There is no retreat. No surrender, no retreat. Just, it's going down south? It's going down south. <laughs> it's uh, ending up in my ears, of all things, in my back. Go figure. Uh, yeah, so the test site itself... Is a mountain, you, you know, was underneath yeah, the mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so apparently the, the reported, uh, the repeated shock waves, because um, there, there were six, uh, the six nuclear tests on September 3rd caused the tunnel to crumble and create serious damage in the region. Now, here's the thing, uh, and I'm kind of scrolling down. So uh, uh, it's, it's called Mount Mantap, I'm presuming, M-A-N-T-A-P. And it's suffering now, according to some experts, what's called tired mountain syndrome due to stress on the ground. This is from the Washington Post. So I'll take it as a credible source. Chinese scientists have warned that the mountain could collapse and release radiation. In fact, radioactive xenon-133 was detected in South Korea after the test. So I think... In South Korea? Yeah, because, you know, prevailing it, it, winds and now, stuff. Now, is this mountain range... Do you, and I know I'm probably asking you because <laughs> I do this regularly. 
is this mountain range sharing on the border of South Korea, or is it far enough north to where it wouldn't get that much of effect? My sense is that Kim Jong-un would make sure that any nuclear sites where something could go wrong would be as far south as possible for that very purpose. So I don't know if the mountain actually borders the demilitarized zone. Now, I'm looking at a map. Cool. And this map is in Japanese. So <laughs> I don't know exactly what this is all saying, but there is an X on the northeastern quadrant of uh, North Korea. And that's, I'm assuming, where this is taking place. That's why okay. the X is there. Don't quote me on that. I don't know if that, that's poor reporting on my part. But yeah, I've lost my Japanese. Over yeah. Here, well, oh, that's right. I forgot. Do you know? Yeah, well, we'll worry <laughs> about that later. But yeah, when, when they're saying this last shock on the 10th uh, triggered a 6.3 magnitude earthquake. And you have to imagine, like a lot of the fracking issues that we saw here in, in, in the United States, you've got to imagine that there are effects beyond, you know, what we can, or, well, we can imagine now, mm -hmm. but... Um, there's probably effects on this mountain that, you know. Well, it's it's got a lot of radiation on long distance it. issues. And hopefully, this is something that'll encourage NATO, United Nations, international courts to intervene, to step in, to say enough. Well, elaborate on that. What what would it take? I mean, the loss of senseless or the senseless loss of life of innocent life. I mean, that's got to be something enough that's, for them to step in. No, I think that these international organizations have been more than happy just to let the current presidents take the heat because it's become a one-on-one -on -one between Un and Trump. You know, they're twittering, they're tweeting each other over this. You know, they're, they're actually in a Twitter war over, I'm going to nuke you. No, I'm going to nuke you. No, I'm going to nuke you. It's and, like the two, the two big dumb bullies on the yeah, playground. Uh, the two drunk guys in the bar that are just kind of squaring off and, or, or uh, you like the rock and, and stone cold Steve Austin or something kind of getting <laughs> nose to nose, you know, doing their thing is there's a lot of posturing. And I think the, the international organizations, such as NATO, such as the uh, uh, United Nations, both of whom Trump has been very vocal about, you guys suck. Yeah. That they're like, well, fine, then you get to handle it. And so they're going to have to step in because what will get this to stop is to not make it a Trump thing, not to make it an America thing, but to say this can affect South Korea, Japan, even China. Okay. Prevailing winds can hit into both. They can go east. Mm -hmm. You can hit Hawaii and the west coast of the United States, or you, uh, prevailing winds can go west and you get into Russia and Eastern Europe. Mm -hmm. And you don't want, if you're North Korea, you don't want Russia mad at you. Well, you, I, or China, I would say as well. Well, yeah, well, China will. I, I know China's got a different relationship with them, but mm. I, I still think that's like, that's biting the hand that's feeding you right, right. now. And, and daddy would not be happy and he'd but, come down and give you a big spanking. Absolutely right. But uh, here, here's a here's a scenario that could happen if China did take the side of Korea and Russia uh, declared war. You could have yourself an Eastern uh, European a Asian war. A Sino, Real quick. A Sino-Soviet Sino war in a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. And um, so let's step in and which take is care kind of our favorite of, whack job. Which is kind of interesting when you say, when you, and I picture that. I know this is an odd first reaction to have, but my first reaction was, that'd be kind of an interesting war to, to sit back and watch and kind of see how it would play out. I, those are two big powers. And I mean, there would be a lot of loss of life, I think, in that one. And that would not be good, obviously. But, yeah, but and, there's no matter what, no matter who gets in on any potential war, North Korea... Does not ha does not have a happy ending, so sooner or later they're gonna have to step in and and spank Un, 
Yeah, and it's and gotta some, happen. Some's gonna have to. Some authority role is gonna have to get. Management's gonna have to get involved here on this. One. Yeah, and it may take this mountain to collapse. It may take a mountain collapse to to release radiation for them to go. Oh, I guess we should do something. Yeah, the the uh, the crater at the top, the chimney crater, is what it's called at the top of uh, Mount Mantap. Mantap. Uh, that's that's what they're concerned about. So. Right. Um, we got five minutes left before we wrap this 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 show up. God, I wanna, he's such a good engineer, isn't he? I want to. I want to go in on one last little thing. We've got another um, uh, <laughs> another bad boy. Bad boy. Yeah. Jeremy Piven is the latest to be accused. Uh, and this is on the on the heels. I mean, this is like a daily thing. I wake up in the morning and scroll through my phone to see who the latest is. Uh, you know, uh, yesterday was Kevin Spacey, mm-hmm. and they've already said that House of Cards is ending at the end of the season, and it, it wasn't going to. You know. It was, you got Kevin Spacey, you got Robin Wright, Penn, whatever her name is. You, you know, you got big name people. It was Netflix's like probably most successful show. It was their first first success, success, successful show, I think. And going strong because especially since like, oh, it's it's uh, paralleling the Trump administration mm-hmm. and this and that. Well, mm-hmm. guess what? You know, so it's been it's being canceled. They will play all the rest of the season, but then it's gone. And we're already on a Jeremy Piven now, who an actress has said she was uh, forcibly fondled. We'll wait to see what happens, what comes from it. What happens, you know, the veracity of this, absolutely. But uh, Jake and I were talking kind of off the air about, you know, Jake asked, what's the tipping point? When, when, when does this turn around? When does, and and it's not that like, I I want, I don't want to make light of what's going on or or that I'm tired of hearing it. All I simply want to know is, does this, does this, when do we hit the tipping point? When do we hit the peak? Is it just going to be, okay, we've got 40 people out there. Or are we going to get one of these that's just going to shock the world and like nobody saw coming and they're a big name, big name celebrity? Here's the thing. That happened with Bill Cosby. You, well, yeah, but that that's, that started this. So we obviously haven't hit the peak with him. And Bill Cosby, I think, um, I, I know beloved by a lot, mm-hmm. but he was past his prime. Are we going to get somebody who's still in their prime? I think the only person that could have that power over the masses to go holy cow would be someone like a, a tom hanks not like a, a ben affleck or a well no i see he's already there and then you know ben affleck has already been accused of, of no, groping and yeah. stuff and matt damon i mean they're so you think it's probably more likely that we're just going to see one of these a day for the next till the oscars mm-hmm. and i'm not a fan of jimmy kimmel who's hosting the oscars who's saying he's not going to really talk about weinstein because it's not a matter for laughter and, you know, I was off the air very vocal about, no, you guys have no problem just savagely attacking a person. It doesn't matter who it is every night and, and couching it as, oh, this is comedy. We're keeping it real. Kathy Griffin holding up fake severed heads saying, oh, no, our job of a comedian is to is to shock and and put a mirror up in faces. Then, as I as I said, and it's not supposed to be as a joke. If, if they want to affect change in Hollywood, if they want to turn this around, Jimmy Kimmel needs to stand front and center on that stage and on live TV ask the, every A-list actor in that audience, if you've ever been assaulted by Harvey Weinstein or by one of our own, not, not as a kid, you know, by a teacher, but I'm saying but one of our own, stand up and see who stands up and then start saying, okay, let's stop congratulating ourselves on how awesome we are for playing make-believe. Yeah. And I'm an actor. I mean, I get it. You know, what we do, it has a purpose in life. But I'm telling you, these people take themselves way too seriously. And if you want to change this, then confront it head on and say, we are the problem. I don't like the fact that he's not going to talk about it or not address it at all. I think it should be addressed. And I think it should be addressed 
they do it every year in the Oscar award ceremony. They make fun of somebody. Mm-hmm. And in the last two years, it's been Trump. It's mm-hmm. what it seems like. Um, they, they need to address it and not necessarily make fun of it um, in their acceptance speeches, but they need to, to address the fact that, hey, I'm accepting this award for how great I was in this role or for how great I did in the production work of this movie. But we need to acknowledge that we have a serious problem in Hollywood. And yep. and then they've been shining light on how bad society is because of various peoples and various individuals. But they need to come out and they need to say, hey, we've got a serious problem. A lot of us knew it was going on. It's time to uh, do some house cleaning. It'll so, be inter- interesting to see how it turns out. I'll, but, be, I'll be tuned into this Oscar. Jake, I think you had a um, a comment on this uh, about the... Uh, no, you're just gonna go full lazy taco this morning. <laughs> full lazy taco. We had no, we haven't had tacos in a few days. What's up with that? Uh, we can always fix that tomorrow. Yeah, we'll fix that tomorrow. Whenever Jake's not here, we can fix it. Yeah, we'll do the. Uh, That's Thursday. We'll I'm not here rock, Thursday. Rock paper so. scissors. Well, it's good to see you guys this morning. Same here, man. Good show today. Thanks for partaking in the show. I really appreciate it. I gave fifty percent today. <laughs> Well, yeah, I wouldn't go quite that high. You, but uh, I'm just ready for the Ashes game, man. Save that energy. That's right, we're pacing ourselves. I know. I got to do that tonight and trick or treating. It's going to be hard. Yeah. Oh, it looks like Margie yeah. Taylor's outside the studio showing off her. I thought she was flashing me, then I realized it's her Astros <laughs> t shirt. So I don't have to Here we my go. Here all. we go. We're a good thing. We're wrapping it up. Skip me at a slide. 1054 here on Lone Star Community Radio, folks. IRLoneStar.com. Conroe's FM 1045 1061. This show, Morning's Lone Star, is sponsored by Conroe Coffee and, of course, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. We'll be back tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. If you want to call in, 936-647-3776, leave a message or visit us on Facebook, Morning's with Lone Star, MW Lone Star, whatever. We're going to get back. We are uh, The next show, I think, is going to be Hispanic Chamber Connection at 2 o'clock, uh-huh. uh, which means for you who want to have their own show, Call the station, 936-647-3776. That means time slots are available. Good to see you guys. Bye. See you Bye. Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respective video or podcast formats on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. If you have any questions regarding the show, either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, contact the station manager at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936-647-3776. This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas at the Lone Star Community Radio Studio. And Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights to this recording and images. 